0: Hey everyone, you're listening to PR Hangover, a bi-weekly public relations podcast and talk show brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter, and me, Courtney Fogel. Grab a cup of coffee and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, on today's episode I have Lacey Peters. She is a fitness guru in Niles, Michigan, and I'll let her introduce
1: herself. Thank you for having me. So my name is Lacey Peters and I have been born and raised in Niles, Michigan. I'm 30 going on 31 years old. I have three kids, a husband. Um, I'm a entrepreneur at Spirit. So I call myself a mompreneur now because I'm a mompreneur mama <laughs> and working my butt off um, in the fitness industry. Um, I've worked and taught in fitness for about 12 years. And then prior to that, I had a dance and cheerleading background, which led me to fitness. Um, And then in the last handful of years, I really um, take a dive into health as well as fitness. So now I'm able to help people in health and fitness, which is spectacular because both go hand in hand together. So, Yeah. So that's me in a nutshell. Um, I own my own business. It's called Wellness Works. And with Wellness Works, we do group exercise, we do personal training, nutrition counseling, um, small group training, and then we also do corporate wellness. Gotcha. Okay. What is corporate wellness? So with corporate wellness, um, we work directly with corporations of any size, and we come in and we do an evaluation of what their employees might need um, to make their workplace healthier. So we can customize any program to what they need, like if they just need personal training, or they need their staff to be more motivated, Um, if they have you know um, a lot of their staff that are overweight or unhealthy, um, or in states of depression or they mm-hmm. need a boost, we can do any of that and work with that's them. That's really
0: cool. Yeah, I think a
1: lot of companies need that because
0: if you're not in a healthy state, then how are you going to produce the best yes. work?
1: So that's the biggest push is the level of productivity. So we come in and say, like, where are you on productivity? And, you know, it's hard to work and have a full time job and to keep employees motivated. So being healthy and being more fit is yeah. definitely a, a pull to that's get their it. employees awesome. where they need to be.
0: Um, How did you get into, like, building
1: your brand, building your business? So, for me, it was kind of accidental, I could say. Um, I was, geez, I was 19 or 20 when I first started teaching fitness classes. Mm -hmm. And prior to that, I had been kind of known in the community because I was the queen in 2005 as Miss Niles. So, that's really where I was introduced to the community. Um, And I loved being in the community and engaging with people and building relationships. So I think that's how my fitness classes grew, was just from formulating relationships. And Mm -hmm. um, I would reach out directly to people via email, text message, and invite them to my classes. And I really built my classes really big. So from that, I grew myself. And I didn't open my first studio and brand my own self until 2011. I opened my first studio. And it was actually downtown Niles above um near Vini's chocolate store. Uh-huh. It was upstairs. Okay. Um and it was kinda accidental. Like I just said, okay, I'm gonna go on a whim, I'm gonna open my own studio. I think I have a good following. I have good relationships with people. Mm-hmm. People trust me. And it grew. Awesome. So I had taught prior to that at several different facilities in the area in Mishawaka, Granger, South Bend, uh St. Joe, Niles, etc. Okay. So a lot of people would follow from all those areas and come awesome. to Niles. So from there, you know you just do social media and you start a website and mm-hmm. um, you put your phone number out there and I had no idea what I was doing, but <laughs> it was working. Yeah and my brand got out there. Like I put myself in the parades, like very unique ways to advertise mm-hmm. on a low budget. Yeah and it really it worked. So you were personable, very. Yeah.
0: I read some of the reviews on your, on your business page on Facebook and people were just like, oh, I love Lacey. Oh, she's awesome. And I was like, wow, that's like the best way to gain a following is just to be like a genuine person. Yeah.
1: I would say, I mean, I think, yeah, we, I definitely have a gift of building relationships. Like Mm -hmm. I truly believe that all of my students are my friends and honestly, like we'll stay after class and we'll talk about whatever. And Mm -hmm. you know, I build friendships with all of them, even within like the first week I'm being open and honest with everybody about my personal life. and yeah. But I think that makes a huge difference in being personable and relatable. I think so too. And being real.
0: Yes, definitely. What are some of the things that you think that dog is I know.
1: About? Where is it coming from? <laughs> so we have a, a little puppy on one of the businesses in the back is alley. Is it that Jim's? Jim's. Yeah, Jim's gym smoking. He has a dog. Um, I've heard, and he, like, has his own setup on the roof, like, okay. a really cool place, so during classes and stuff, I hear the doggy, too, but Aww. I know, I just get used to it, but for the podcast, it's probably... It'll be okay. Yeah. It'll be okay. It'll give it a personal touch.
0: <laughs> so, we're sitting in Lacey's studio right now. It's in a, like, kind of rustic downtown building um, that's just recently been renovated, but... Let's talk about it a little bit. Let's talk about your your setup here.
1: Okay. So um, I recently was in another location um, and kind of got the rug tore out from under my feet within like a day's notice. Okay. Um, There were some issues with the building itself and we had to remove ourselves and be Mm -hmm. temporarily, you know, displaced. So we have been looking and The last four weeks, we were teaching outside at the amphitheater, so we just made it work. We didn't cancel any of our classes. We just kept rolling, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I ran into this place because uh, Melanie and Donnie Kennedy are friends of mine, Mm -hmm. and they knew I was on the search, and they said, hey, we have this building, and we're not doing anything with the second floor. It's not renovated, it's completely at its natural state from the 80s or whenever the building was last touched. Mm-hmm. And I said, let me look at it to see if there's any potential. And when I came up here, it was kind of like overwhelming. Um, it's a huge space, it, it reminds me of Chicago, which is something that I admire, but mm-hmm. I never wanted to live in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of gives me the best of both worlds. It's like exposed brick and the rustic pipes mm-hmm. and the, the painted ceiling black with the low lights and the huge windows. So it's really cool, and awesomely, it had um, hardwood floors. They're mm-hmm. old, and this used to be a gymnasium. Um, okay. This is the old Elks building before the Elks rebuilt. A different location. Mm-hmm. So the Elks used to meet here and this was a gym. Okay. Um, so I'm very grateful to Donnie and Melanie for giving me this space. And I really didn't have to do much except for clean mm-hmm. because we decided that we were going to leave it in its natural. And it's rustic Rustic, state. fun, lofty look.
0: And it definitely has a feel when you walk into the, into the room.
1: It's like, it's just really cute. It's really yeah. like just it's really cool it's open it's huge there's awesome lighting that comes Mm -hmm. in which I didn't have that in the past Mm -hmm. we were in a basement recently so it's like a whole different feel I think for my my students Uh so
0: I think it's cool that your students like just kind of have grown with you I would say as your business has grown yeah
1: I have some that are regulars that have been with me from the very beginning and then I've definitely every time I move it's hard and you know you lose some people Mm -hmm. not as friends but as students Mm -hmm. you know they might want to stay where they are or go to another facility yeah Um, but I always gain new people and I love that just as much like I meet new people new friends that I would not have met before Mm -hmm. so it's been really cool like just moving up here I've got new students that I did not ever have before okay so it's really cool what is like the age range of your students um, I'd say right now, uh, gosh, we have a huge range, but I would say, 25 to about 55 or 60 okay. is um our age range. So it's really large. There's you know not a whole lot of room for gaps, but we have guys, girls, um, awesome. all fitness levels. We have people that are brand new. We have people that have been with me forever. Mm-hmm. We have super advanced and everybody gets a really good workout and feels comfortable
0: that's good that's good that i one thing for me when i'm working out like if i go to the gym or something like that i feel so uncomfortable because like guys will look at me funny or like i'm just trying to work out and better myself and i have somebody like gawking. over you
1: and you're yeah yeah
0: so i think a comfort level for people when they're working out is really
1: important So up here, um, right now we don't have mirrors, which is good and bad, because some people don't like them, but some people do for posture and, Mm -hmm. you know, stability and structure. Um, So they don't feel like there's that pressure. I always face all my students in classes so that I'm engaging and I'm Mm -hmm. looking and I'm correcting and I'm giving them tips and doing, and we're smiling and having a good time. Um, So the hour goes by really fast when we do our hour classes. And then also, there's no pressure. Like, I'm not... Yelling at them mm-hmm. in a Jillian Michaels manner, and you know, <laughs> expecting them to be at a high level. It's right. wherever you are, I'll meet you at that at that that's area really of fitness. Nice. Yeah. And then we don't have anybody up here that's looking at anybody else because honestly, I've heard it from my students too. Nobody has time to look at anybody else okay. because they're focusing on Lacey giving mm-hmm. instructions so that they can do the workout mm-hmm. to better themselves, and they don't yeah. have time to even look over at their neighbor.
0: That's good. That's so good. So
1: that's always good because I don't know what's going on in their mind. So when right. they tell me that feedback, it's really awesome. To Mm
0: here what do you do on social media to like engage with your customers that way
1: so I do a lot of fitness posts and health and um, wellness topics Um, I use a app that I got from a friend of mine Kendra Um, I think it's called word swag okay Um, I post it so they're really fun like vibrant colors and Mm -hmm. um, trendy looks that I can post words on and then I post it that way so okay. that way it's catchy to other people. It's not just a traditional black and white text that comes across on a screen. Mm-hmm. I feel like you need something catchy. So I do that at least a couple times a day. I'm posting about what's coming up on our schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm personally inviting people. I'm tagging people that you know said they wanted to come to classes or yeah. a lot of the regular students, to just to keep them motivated because mm-hmm. I want to let them know that I'm watching mm-hmm. and hold them accountable for yeah. what I know they want. Yes, Like they like, I want to come to classes three times a week. Okay, well I'm gonna continue to tag you. I'm gonna post, mm-hmm. I'm gonna post pictures of us. Give you a classes. reminder. Yeah, um, another thing, I have a business page. We have the business page of Wellness Works. Okay. We post a lot of more professional stuff on there like recipes and mm-hmm. uh, stretching tips and exercise proper form. But then on my personal page where I actually have more followers, there, because that's where I built mm-hmm. my clientele, um, I'm more personable. Like, gotcha. I'm like, hey guys, and come to classes. I post pictures of me and my kids having fun in our living room. Like, mm-hmm. I'm definitely inviting people more into my life. Okay. Um, and I definitely mm-hmm. try to keep a positive image of myself. You know, I'm pretty well behaved anyway, but um, <laughs> I try to keep a, a
0: positive, positive image. image for the
1: whole community, not just like in the wellness community. Yeah.
0: That's a that's a good, that's a good so, idea because personal branding you want to make sure that everybody trusts you yes and that I mean that
1: they want to be involved in yeah. what you're doing yeah and then I'm a good example yeah because if I'm you know drinking and eating cheeseburgers all the time and mm-hmm. you know posting that stuff it's not really the best image to give off to exactly. people exactly especially so. when this is a, the lifestyle that you're trying to yes. promote yes yes yeah. On the cheeseburger note, I mean, as a real person, as a real, I do everything in moderation on, on the wellness and the diet uh-huh. and nutrition. So honestly, I do feel comfortable posting if I do have a beer and a cheeseburger because I've earned it. Mm-hmm. And I just want people to know that you can have that in moderation That too. you can be like, a human. Absolutely. But just not all the time. Mm-hmm. Like if I ate bad, and I don't want to eat bad. There's not a desire in me that wants to eat that way every single day because I feel mm-hmm. like awful. Um, and then I don't want to work out, and just one thing leads into the next, and it's a downward spiral for me. Yeah. So pretty healthy 90% That's of the good.
0: time. My question, I guess, would be, how do you encourage people to be healthy? Because I know sometimes it's difficult for people to make a drastic lifestyle change, but I know that a lot of people are, like, kind of self-conscious about themselves yeah. or do want to make a change. So how do you encourage that without, like, overstepping? Yeah.
1: So everybody's different, and a lot of times people will come to me – um, directly, they mm-hmm. won't usually come to class first in a group setting. They'll usually private message me, text me, email me, and say, "Hey, I need help." Okay. So then I get real personal with people, and I ask them questions and kind of weed through. You know, what is it that I can help you with? What are you struggling with? Um, how's your diet? And that's all like it's. I guess in an, I would call that a free consult because I don't charge it, but I don't mm-hmm. call it a formal consult. Um, but then I would give them recommendations and that doesn't cost anybody. If anybody has any tips or any questions on health and wellness, they can reach out to me anytime um, and I'll give them suggestions. So, mm-hmm. okay, it sounds like you're in this um, area of your life. I think you should try you know, these classes. If classes aren't a good option for you, then maybe I suggest you go around your neighborhood and walk three times a week just okay. to get started. Um, and then in the future, if you want to come to classes, I'm here for you. Gotcha. Like it has, it's it's really not about just coming to my classes, you know, and mm-hmm. having the control of everybody that wants to it's get healthy. It's what works best for each individual. Yes. Okay. On their comfort level, on their time, on their efforts. So I mm-hmm. just I love the after stories. Like that motivates me to keep helping other people when someone loses a couple pounds or you know, they post on their Facebook or they reach out to me and say, Hey, thank you. Um, you've really motivated me or you've inspired me to Mm -hmm. just go for a walk three times a week. I'm like, yes, I did my job. So that means so much to me when people actually pursue,
0: it is like
1: so successful to me.
0: Do you do any transformation
1: pictures or anything like that? So yes, um, we have had, and we still do have like weight loss challenges and programming that we do like six weeks or 12 weeks or Mm -hmm. whatever where we do a weigh-in we do measurements we do pictures and then we'll with their permission we'll post everything afterwards okay so those always work really well so a huge suggestion for people that want to get started and lose weight Mm -hmm. um, or not even necessarily lose weight but have goals Mm -hmm. in their wellness um, is to start with our uh, weight loss challenges or our programs because it's a small group setting it's you get one-on-one coaching it's very affordable you get fitness with it um, you can reach out to me anytime. I'm available. And then we hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you're telling me your goals up front, and then I'm checking in with you throughout the program. Yeah. And then at the end, we look at it again and say, how do you measure from From now where you started. And then, yeah. Yeah. And it's usually, I would say 90%, we have great success. Okay. I'm finishing up one that ends next week, and it was a really small group, um, and everybody's doing really well. They're staying on track with their eating. It was a six-week program. Um, They're coming to the classes. They're doing Mm -hmm. what they said they were going to do. That's good. That's good. So how often do you have classes? We have about 15 classes a week right now. Um, When I restarted my studio um, just back in December, it was just myself because I wanted to be simple Mm -hmm. and just start off again. And honestly, that's kind of where I thought I would be. But now we're at five instructors. Five instructors? Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, we're able to offer more more variety, more knowledge to our students, because um, I can't possibly teach all, everybody. all the time, every time, <laughs> um, you know, I get burned out too, just like anybody else, so um, I have to be careful of how much I do so mm-hmm. that I can be effective for people when I teach gotcha. a class. Um, so right now, we have a, a wide variety of classes, low impact, medium impact, um, ad- more advanced classes, um, but yeah, we offer um, mornings and nights mm-hmm. almost every day. The only day right now we don't have, which I take that back because we're getting ready to add a Friday class okay. um in just a couple of weeks. So we are on the books every day except for Sunday right now. Oh wow.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mornings okay. and nights. So wow. we, you
1: can really catch us anytime. Anytime. It's it's you know convenient mm-hmm. for people's schedules.
0: That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. I really like how just like open you are, I feel with just everything that you're doing and it's just really cool when I my mom actually was who
1: told me about you and she said that you had worked at the Y
0: before this so what did you do at the Y
1: so it's kind of a funny story and I'll shorten it up so much for you because I was in and out of the Y so I started my fitness journey at the Y when I was 19 I started working in the daycare my mother-in-law was like you should go work at the Y it's a great place to work And I'm like okay nothing to lose Mm -hmm. I had a daughter at the time so I went and worked in the babysitting room And then I wanted to be in the fitness floor. I took a job at the fitness desk, and Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this is more up my alley. I'm really into, like, athletic um, ventures and activities, so love that. So then I remember working at the fitness desk and looking up on the track where they held classes and just admiring Mm -hmm. the instructors and the classes and the energy. I'm like, I really feel drawn to teach Mm -hmm. because prior to that I was um, a national cheerleading, like, camp. Staff member. Okay. So I traveled all over the Midwest and taught younger cheerleaders how to be a better cheerleader, mm-hmm. etc. So I already kind of had that skill and that ability, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. So I asked the fitness director at that time how I would go about, and she gave me some of the details. I auditioned and I got the job as an instructor. So I taught my first class. I had like 65 people in my very first class, and we called it hip-hop aerobics. It was the very first dance-style
0: aerobics Mm -hmm. class
1: in this area, so that's probably why it blew up, Mm -hmm. Um, and it stayed big for a long time, and then I transitioned into Zumba when Zumba became a thing, Mm -hmm. Um, and then from there, I actually left the Y and opened my own studio, Mm -hmm. and then after being in my own studio for, I think, four years... Um, there was new management at the Y, and they reached out, and we decided that it would be a good opportunity for me to come back to the Y. Mm-hmm. I shut my studio down, and I took the marketing director job okay. at the YMCA. So for that time in my life, it was awesome because I had a couple kids, and mm-hmm. you know I needed that stable income and just the stable lifestyle. Yeah. So I went in. I worked there for five years. So I had many different titles in five years. <laughs> I was the fitness, or I was the uh, marketing director, and then branched out into outreach. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I did um, the fitness director. So I was moved over into what I really loved was Mm -hmm. fitness. And I was so incredibly happy with that position. Um, And I was in that for the most of the five years. And Mm -hmm. then right towards my end of my career there, um, I was promoted to the member experience director Okay. when we merged with the St. Joe Bent Harbor Y. And Mm -hmm. I was overseeing member service at both YMCA's. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, And I was still teaching. So I got to do both of what I loved so it was awesome but then a little bit of change happened in my life and I decided that I needed to step back from professional Mm -hmm. working and just focus on my family Mm -hmm. and then to do so I also needed to have a little bit of an income as well and teaching fitness is my thing so um, so that was the best decision for me it was really hard for my husband and my family because we love being at the Y and it's very family oriented and I love my boss at the time, and I still do. I have a great relationship with the Y. Um, my husband's employed there, and my mother-in-law, so oh, wow. we're very, very associated with them. And I love like all the members, and keep a really close relationship with all my friends from there. So mm-hmm. it was nothing personal. It's just where I needed to do what I needed to do in that um, time of my life, okay, so that I could be with my kids more because that goes by so fast. And um, this is the perfect balance for us. I teach about ten classes a week. Personally, Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm with my kids the rest of the time. Oh wow! Versus like 40 to 50 hours in the office, Mm -hmm. and then not seeing my kids and feeling stressed out. So that's where I needed to be. Um, Everybody's different. So,
0: do you think that those those positions that you had at the Y kind of helped you to
1: grow your own business at the same time? For sure, Um, and it's funny because it's kind of like a I guess a circle of education. It's um, when I first started the Y. I think the Y helped me build my first studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was in school like all these years that we're discussing, like the last 10, 11 mm-hmm. years I've been in school for business. Mm-hmm. Um, so that helped too. And then also um, having my business, when I went back to the Y, helped me be a better director at the YMCA or in any position right. because I experienced it from the ground up. I had to learn How all to do the ins everything. and outs of a business from scratch. I mm-hmm. had no idea what I was doing. Um, and then here I am again, and yes, the YA definitely and all those roles has helped me develop who develop I am and, now. and grow my business again. That's awesome. So it's just like an ongoing learning experience mm-hmm. all the time.
0: Definitely, yeah. I think when you do things hands-on, you kind of can learn a lot more. Like when I'm learning my public relations, like schoolwork and stuff, I'm like, I want to just go do it. I yes. want to try. I want to talk to clients. I want to do something instead yeah. of so just like reading and watching what other people are doing. And
1: then I think that creates more fear anyway because then you have like this black and white vision of what Mm -hmm. you have to do when really that's not how it works. Like you really can create your business and your brand and who you are and what you do and Mm -hmm. that's how you grow. So. Who are some of your inspirations in,
0: I guess, in life or in the fitness or in professional world?
1: I I don't get asked that very often and I don't really follow anybody in the fitness industry um, I think, so my mom has always been an inspiration, of course, and she's a really strong woman and showed me how to be independent, and I think I'm almost too independent. Sometimes I want to not be so independent and, Mm -hmm. like, be dependent on people a little bit, but I'm learning, um, but my mom's an electrician, and she went to school, like, my whole childhood and made a better life for us, and I really wanted to do that for my kids, and, be just a strong woman mm-hmm. for my kids to look up to, for my husband to respect, for the community to respect. Um, so I strive every day to do that. Um, in the fitness industry, I would say all of the um, past or current instructors that I work with mm-hmm. all motivate me and inspire me all the time. Okay. Because everybody's so different and they offer different education and different um, personalities, and I just look up to everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. The ones that I work with, and the ones that I've worked with in the past, I just take away a little bit from everybody. From mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, so I think that's it. I mean, my mom, number one, has just taught and guided me through my whole life, and then just the people that I'm surrounded by every single day, okay, inspire me and motivate me all the time. My kids, like I learned from my kids, and they inspire me to be the better mom, a better mm-hmm. business owner, a better wife, a better caregiver, etc. So awesome, yeah. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you for being on this podcast with thank me. You. I'm so glad that we got to sit down and talk. I and know. It was good to
1: meet you, too. Yeah, nice to meet you. Thanks to your mom.
0: Yes, I know. My mom's like always plugging me with yeah. different
1: people. Yep, she's great.
0: Yeah. So I think she took some of your classes as yep, well. Yep, like
1: that's yep. For a long me. time. I've seen her a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you. I'm going to plug your Facebook and
1: all oh, of that perfect. information
0: so everybody can see that. Awesome. And see what you've kind of done. And Thank you. Yep. Yeah. All righty.